0: To the Board Game Community Show, I'm your host, Riley Stark. Join me as I get to know folks in this community. Welcome back to the Board Game Community Show. I am joined, again, two weeks in a row, I guess, by Phil and Kimmy. Hello. We're just missing Ryan. Dang it. Sorry, Ryan. We are continuing... Phil and I were continuing our run on BGA of playing games alphabetically. We started doing that last year, and... So this is like our, our third go of it. But some of those games are not available to play with less than three players. So we had to kind of, we went back. Kimmy was uh, gracious enough, was kind enough to come and play games with us. So thank you, Kimmy.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't have been possible without you, Kimmy. <laughs> Yeah, so we've been playing through them alphabetically, right? And we had to skip regular old Seven Wonders because it said it's it's a three-plus player game. So in Seven Wonders, we're just going to jump right into it. Does, are you guys good with that? Is that weird? Yes. No. Okay, uh, so the overview for Seven Wonders is, in Seven Wonders, your aim is to make your civilization thrive over three ages by ramping up your production of raw and or manufactured goods building different types of constructions, and taking care of your relations with your neighbors. During the game, you can also build and upgrade your wonder, which gives you additional advantages, points, or capabilities. You do not need to construct your wonder at all, but it is recommended. The player with the most points at the end of the game wins. Simply put, it's a drafting game. I have never played Seven Wonders. I played Seven Wonders Architect. I have Seven Wonders Duel. I like Seven Wonders Duel. Seven Wonders Architect is is fine. Um, But yeah, so in this one, right, you have your starting hand of, what was it, seven cards? Something like that, yeah. Seven cards, and then you pick one, you pass it to the next player, and that's all you're doing. And and kind of like Seven Wonders Duel, which is funny to refer to Seven Wonders Duel since it was made after. But you uh, you, you can choose to either use the card to use it as what it is. So like it could be building a, a stone mason, whatever the thematically it is to make it so that you have stone or bricks or uh, whatever. Or you can build it, uh, use it as a, like an ingredient or, or construct your wonder with it. Man, this is going great guys. And then <laughs> lastly, you could just sell it for money. So yeah. What, uh, what'd you guys think of this one? Let's start with Kimmy.
1: Um, I guess I didn't realize that we were passing our hands to each other after we drafted a card. I thought I was just getting new cards. I didn't make that connection online <laughs> until you said it today. Um, (laughs) so that was kind of lost on me. Um, I thought it was interesting because I built my wonder and I, um, didn't win. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I had built my wonder and I did win, but they're different wonders, right? Like everybody gets a different wonder. They give different benefits. And so like mine, if I. I knew I wanted to construct earlier than later because my first one was like the first building you build every age because you play through three different ages, you get to build for free. And so I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I do that? And then the next one was like the last building you build, you get to build for free. and I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I want to do that? So I made that helped me out a lot, I felt like. But the entire game I was running behind, like I I don't know, I was at least 10 or more points behind you guys. Until scoring and then end game scoring for whatever reason, I think the purple cards, the guild cards might have bumped me up. So I won by like two points, which was intense. But yeah, what did you did you like the game? Do you have problems with it? Kimmy?
1: Yeah, Um, I liked it. I feel like I would understand it more if I was playing it in person. I'm not, I'm like new to the online BGA platform. Um, so that was like my first, that was like my second game I played on there. And I didn't even finish my first yet. So, cause we were doing yeah. Welcome too.
0: <laughs> yeah. And our other player left the country, so they yeah. have not been playing. Um, But yeah. Okay. So you liked it okay, but you would have understood it more in person.
1: Yeah, I didn't quite get all of the parts.
0: Yeah, and the way we play so often on BGA, because it's available uh, and, and it tells you what to do, so you can just kind of click and figure it out as you go. We like skim some rules and then if the question comes up, we'll refer to rules and figure out what's going on there. But otherwise, we just kind of like go and figure it out as we go. Uh, And I think this one worked out pretty well. Uh, I did say it was a drafting game, but I don't think that registered as anything for you or what that necessarily meant. We've played drafting games before.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, Phil, what do you think? Um, I thought it was my least favorite of the Seven Wonders variants that we've played. I liked Architects the best and then Jewel second. And this one was last, I'm afraid. Um, Kimmy, like you, I completely missed. I think because, you know, if we were sat around a table, there would be the physical element of passing your cards yeah, I just completely missed that. And some of the cards, was it the yellow ones that affected the other like the people directly next to you or something? You like you had to there was some element there that just on BGA just didn't translate and just didn't get. And because of that, I not that I didn't know what was going on in the game, but I didn't see the point of some of it because we didn't have that face-to-face passing and that sort of explicit, yeah, something I'm doing is affecting the next player or the previous player, you know, like, or I am, this is happening to me because of something that Kimmy O'Reilly did or whatever. I don't know. I just didn't think it translated particularly well to the online platform. I'm sorry, Seven Wonders people, but my Colossus of Rhodes was, was a fitty. So it's fine. We just look at that. (laughs) And listener, I did not build my wonder, and I did not win. I did
0: nothing basically except built a load of markets that were useless win yeah well i think it was all two points like it was something like you were 42 kimmy was 44 i was 46 something it was pretty close in the end surprisingly 42 pity points i imagine for me (laughs) they're just like he didn't win so it doesn't matter what we could write 43 for all it matters Yeah, (laughs) Uh, no, i think i'm with you on a lot of that if it was in person we would have understood so much if we had played this our first time in person, the draft experience would have come through the neighbor experience would have come through combat. I thought like when we, you go to war at the end of every age, which is different from all of the other uh, seven wonders. And I didn't love that part where it was just like the end of the age, whoever has the most gets some negatives and other people get negative. Like it didn't, that part didn't make sense to me. Granted, of course Reading the rule book, I'm sure would help with that, but I, I know, but you I know, fully understand it
2: on the side of the screen where it sort of gives you the little rundown of whatever. When we finished that first one, it was like, and then the players go to war, and I'm like, what? We're doing what now? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and it's just and loses
2: this many points. Phil <laughs> loses the war against Riley. I'm like, we didn't even do anything. It's
0: just. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that I wonder if it's just that you go to war with the neighbors next to you. So if we were playing a four player game like me and the person across from you yeah. wouldn't go to war, but me and the left and right go to war. And they're just like Maybe
2: they're you're like bordering countries, maybe or you're like your closest rivals, I guess. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, uh, yeah, I, I like to find I would be interested in playing this in person. I, oh yeah that's what we do on this right right we uh we say wow what was i should have reviewed our last episode what were our questions is it would we play it again would we buy it no would we yeah that was one of them i think it's play it again play again buy it or was it recommend
2: i, don't I guess know. play and
0: recommend are, kind of go
2: hand in hand right Why don't we pause the recording and then we sneakily listen back and find out?
0: Okay, let's do that. All right, Phil recommended we listen again. We did. Uh, So we have play it again and buy it. So first, Kimmy, would you play this again?
1: I think I would play it again, maybe in person or maybe read the rules a little bit more thoroughly.
0: Um, Um, That's
2: not how we do things. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> because i was just picking colors of cards to be honest and whatever looks prettiest was what i was going for
0: perfect okay
2: phil would you play this again uh i'm with kimmy i would but
0: only in person i wouldn't play it again online all right i would play it again online and in i would prefer to try it in person someday uh that would be my preferred way, but I would happily play this online as well. Uh, all right, buy it. Kimmy, would you buy this?
1: Um, Based off what we played, no. Okay, But maybe if I played it again, yes. But for now, no.
0: That's Yeah, that's fair. Phil? No. Okay, perfect.
2: Yeah, I'm... Do you want an explanation? No, no that was perfect.
0: <laughs> <a> Ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I would rather play Seven Wonders Duel, which we have, and there's two players. I would rather maybe do Architects, maybe? But I I haven't bought Architects, and I think Architects is overpriced for what it is. So, anyways, I would not... Yeah, I wouldn't buy it right now. But maybe after another play, I would. There we go. All right, this next one. Ready for this? 99, the trick-taking game, right? We played the 99 other game where you're where you're adding up to 99 this one is 99 the trick-taking game it has a long explanation i'm not gonna read it it's a trick-taking game so you're playing multiple hands uh well you you know you play a rant a hand each person person plays a card and whoever gets the highest card of that suit gets to take the hand and and wins the hand and um but there's always like the Trump suit. So if you play the Trump suits, then you take the hand. If you played the highest of the Trump suit and this is just played with a normal, you know, deck uh, card deck of cards. I don't know why that was hard to say. And, <laughs> uh, you have, but the tr- kind of tricky part is, is that you're betting how many hands you'll take, how many hands you'll win. And so, you know, that there can be nine, there's nine rounds each time. And the suits have different values as far as what you're betting. So you might pick like a die, two diamonds and a club. And that means that you think you'll win five hands, whatever it is. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something like, you know, spades are worth two diamonds are worth three hearts are worth one and whatever. And it doesn't matter. You're just trying to bet that. But that's like part of what you're going into the next round with. So you have to like it, it's surprisingly clever to me because you start off with these 12 cards, three of them you're going to use to bet how many you're going to win. And the other three or the other nine are actually used during there. So you have to be like careful what you choose. I sucked at this game. I, I did absolutely terrible. Uh, I'll, I'll start this off. I liked the game. I thought it was fun <laughs> and I was having an absolute blast getting completely slaughtered. Uh I have to I am going to look up what the score was. But uh, you know, it's like a simple trick-taking game that you could play with just a deck of cards. And this was one that we had to go back to as well because it was a three-player trick-taking game. We couldn't play it at two. Uh let's see. So, 99 I was at 68, one point away from the magic number. All right. You know, hey, 68, that's pretty high. Good, good, good on me. OK, no, no, not good on me. Phil, Phil was at 251. Whoa, Phil, geez. <laughs> like a 100 and what is that? 183 ahead of me. Whatever. That's great. What's Kimmy? Oh, more than double that at 514 points geez louise like so part of the thing is when you're betting uh you put how many you're gonna win and then you can say like i'm gonna reveal it or i'm gonna reveal all the cards in my hand or i'm gonna declare what my bet is we have no idea how i don't think any of us knew exactly how that works but like by doing those things you would earn you could earn 30 points or uh, 60 points or 90 points so in total the reason it's called ninety nine is because in a single round you could win up to ninety nine points. Jeez Louise, though, man, I did not uh, like. I don't know why uh, you got. We would end a round, and then you guys would be getting like sixty points, eighty points, and then here's me getting like two points. What the heck? Why am I getting these little points? I would happily play this again. Uh Spoiler, Phil just cover me here no 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 actually go to kimmy first we're gonna we, we have a rotation order here
1: i don't know how to follow that
2: <laughs>
1: um, i really like the game um i liked bidding the cards and like picking out how many um tricks i was gonna take is that what you call them yeah it sounds wrong um but I liked that. Like I always would pick three or four and that would help me win. Obviously. Um, and I liked, I liked that there was a Trump suit that would always, well, it wouldn't always work because someone else could have a Trump suit and Trump you if they had a higher card in that Trump suit. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I don't really have a lot to say. I do think it was funny that I would get me and Phil would get lots of points, and then Riley would get two or four, and it didn't quite make sense of how that was happening, but it was very enjoyable.
0: It had to be the game we laughed the most playing because it was so ridiculous how I just I got completely slaughtered well, Phil uh yeah, I also really enjoyed it. It was
2: one of the ones each round was so quick you basically just each one of us chooses one card to play and whoever ends up with the highest wins that round. But then they're so quick. And each time you're like, actually there's a new layer of strategy here based on the cards that you choose to sacrifice on your bet. Do you save your Trump cards or do you, and just, it could actually be really, really tactical, but it doesn't need to be because it's still fun without it being. And it's just, yeah, nice and simple. And like you said, you can just, any old deck of cards, you can just whack it out and play it with a couple of mates if you've got a spare sort of five, ten minutes or whatever. Yeah,
0: it was enjoyable. I liked it. Perfect. Yeah, play again, I would. Kimmy?
1: I would definitely play it again in person or online. Um, yeah.
2: Uh, Phil? Yeah, me too. I would definitely play it again. In fact, I think we should, after we finish recording, I think we should just have another round of it just, just for the lulls.
0: I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, I could play this again right after we finish here. All right, all right, cool. Uh, Oh, buy it. Uh, We all own a deck of cards. So, yeah, we already own it. Yep. Okay, next one. Age of Civilization. This one's... uh, this overview is not like a uh, very thematic or anything, but the game lasts six rounds where you will be building the greatest civilization you can to earn the most points. So this game was, uh, like, man, I played age of galaxy and this is the same company that did that. And I love age of galaxy. Uh, and so this was the one that they did before age of galaxy. And it has a lot of those same fields where, uh, You on your turn, you're just doing like a little bit of worker placement. You start off and you can recruit a new civilization and that gives you a certain amount of workers. And then you place those workers on different spaces. But I think and this is where something that wasn't super clear was that the top three cards were always available uh, actions like the action spots. And so the action selection spots were all on these cards. And then as the game progressed, they would just move those top three cards would move one space to the right and they would be over three other cards. Right. And so like the very first card only got used the first round and then you move it to the right. And now you've got one new one and two of the previous ones. And you just keep going that way until you go through all of the ages, which is six rounds. Right. and and then you've got like uh what is what was that like the upgrade board? Your your civilization c- board? Yeah. It was so like you could,
2: your civilization could like learn or develop like science and maths and engineering and stuff, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and those would give you different bonuses according to according to how you'd fill that out. Um and your at the start when you chose your civilization, you would choose one of Whatever, so you'd be like, "I want to be Greece, and you'd take that and put it on there, and it would have like on the main part it would have an ability that would be something like if you don't upgrade any of your civilization, you get two victory points uh and then on the bottom, there's like a another bonus that carries no matter what, but then, as you recruit a new civilization, you can put it on top of or on, below that other one and if you put it below you still get that gray benefit but if you put it on top you lose that center benefit that was on there and gain the new center benefit as well as the gray benefit below uh weird description there i am sure that part was a little bit confusing but made sense by the end for me Uh, unfortunately it, it made sense to me because i had accident like i didn't realize annexing it was putting it on the bottom and So I lost like a really good main ability. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, Phil, why don't you kick us off on your thoughts? It was
2: all right. It was just, I don't know. It just didn't grab me. Like I got it. Yeah. You put your little workers, you choose your place where to put, you know, I'm familiar with the mechanic. Yep. You earn some money or you do this, get some research. But I was just like, yeah, but it's stuff that I've seen done better. In many other games, like, I don't know, it was just very, I don't know, grey. It was just very grey and bland and just a bit like, meh. nothing, nothing jumped out at me. Nothing was particularly unique. I was just like, Meh, meh. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I think I agree with you on a lot of that. Like, I, I really enjoyed the game. Uh, it's. But I think Age of Galaxy like thematically is way more entertaining. I think it's more refined in a lot of ways, a lot more exciting. Do you think that's what they did then? They were like, hey, we've got a mechanic that works, but it's a bit boring. Let's jazz it up and put it in space. Yeah, I wonder. I bet it's something like that. But yeah, I think Age of Galaxy is way better. I recommend that. But uh, I got frustrated too because, and granted, I don't exactly know... We don't know exactly how things work. I wasn't building up my shields, which I think at the end of every round, you probably go to go to war uh, and then you can lose some of your people if you're the lowest. And I ended up like the last two or three rounds, I had nobody. And so my last three, I was just like, pass, pass. There's not literally nothing I can do. And so my last three rounds, like I didn't get anybody. I couldn't put anybody out. And I thought that was really dumb how it allowed that to happen. Like, I should have been able, you know, it's BGA. It should have given me the option of doing something, anything, if there was an option. But there wasn't. There was literally nothing I could do. And that was quite the bummer for me. Uh, Kimmy, what do you think?
1: Um, I thought it was interesting. I do like worker placement. I like getting resources. I thought it was interesting how you could... Um, up your civilization through like mathematics or engineering or writing. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I would play it again. I don't know. And I think I was a little frustrated that, that I didn't know that some places you wouldn't be able to go to anymore. But again, that could have been like a rules thing that we did not read. So.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a rules thing we didn't understand. Uh, and That was like part of my frustration, too, was it didn't even like I had skimmed through the rules that were on here uh, or did they not really have much on the rules? They didn't have much, if anything, on the rules. And that's why it was like really confusing. I think I had to go to BGG and look up some of the rules or some of the terms. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a super great, I guess, BGA implementation. But this one is in beta as well. Uh so like this originally wasn't even there when we played last cuz next our next game was going to be the next game in our alphabetical run but this came up before because it's beta uh and new so yeah there we go uh it, play it again phil
2: I'd I'd be happy not to like it wouldn't affect my life if I didn't play it again like I didn't <laughs> hate I didn't hate it but I think it just goes, you know, like I said, it just nothing, nothing, you know, wouldn't bother me if I didn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I would like to play it again. I'd like to explore it a little bit more and understand it more because I liked Age of Galaxy so much. I wonder if they're if they're different enough or if it's just like. I bet after a, a play or two more, I might be like, yeah, this is great because it's online, but I would much, much rather play Age of Galaxy. Uh, real quick. I want to read the scores. So I was in the, I ended up getting in the lead and by a significant amount, but those last like two or three rounds where I couldn't do anything, that's where I fell behind. So we had Phil at six points, me at 18. And then Kimmy ended up taking it at 21. So bravo, Kimmy. Yay. Uh, Kimmy, would you play it again?
1: Um, I don't think so, but if someone wanted to play it, I would be okay playing it.
0: Okay, totally fair. Phil, buy it? No. Uh, for me, same. I wouldn't buy it because I think Age of Galaxy is way better. Uh, Kimmy,
1: no, I wouldn't buy it.
0: Okay.
2: Do you Perfect. have Age of Galaxy, Riley, or have you just played it? Like, do you own- I, I do.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Can I? I'm gonna show you the box because this is this is one of the cool things, and I think Age of Civilization is that way. But like, this is the box. Oh, that's way smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's so small. And it's got like spaceships in there, a bunch of cubes, a bunch of cards. Like, it's not like a cheap production quality. Can you see like this little spaceships? But you see, there, the
2: already, spaceships. already, that looks more. It's got bright colors. It just looks more appealing. It's already winning me over to Age of Galaxy over Age of Civilization.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I think it's so cool. Like, I love this game. I I wanted I need to try and play it because it does have like solo scenarios you can play. The solo mode was meh, but I haven't tried the scenarios, which I think will spice it up a little more. But I think this game is fantastic. Maybe now I could get Kimmy to play this with me. Eh? Eh? Maybe. Okay. All right. I won't push it on here. Next one. This would have been our first game of continuing if, you know, Phil and I were just playing. Thank you, Kimmy, for joining us uh, so that we didn't, you know, so we could go back and play those three-player games. And we were anyway, blah, 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 blah. Agricola. Welcome to the farm. In Agricola, you will play as a family of farmers over the course of 14 rounds, steadily building up mostly empty spaces into a vibrant Farm full of grains, vegetables, and animals, as well as improve the living conditions of your family. Players assign their workers to various spaces on the action board to perform various actions to gather resources or improve your farm, most of which will be used to score points. But periodically, players need to pay food to support the family. The player with the most points after 14 rounds wins. And you know what? I totally based doing is oh, it's because they don't have it listed out bga like changed up the way they do this um but i wanted to read the credits of who makes the games like i know this is uve rosenberg but where do i see that on here for the other games oh well i guess i apologize. oh no right here okay yeah uve rosenberg artist clemens franz publisher lookout games from 2007 uh yeah, Phil, why don't you kick us off on this one? Um, yes. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It
2: was good fun. Um, I loved just the the banter it generated. Like we were all naming our farm animals, and when you had a little farmer child with naming that, and you know, just getting involved and uh screwing each other over, you know, like me taking the meeting point or whatever it's called or whatever, you know, when when Kimmy wanted it. And, yeah, it was fun. I wasn't very good at it. And this is completely on me. This is nothing to do with the game. But I struggle when there is a lot of things. Like, there's no... At the beginning, there's no clear sort of path. You can either start expanding your farm and building fences or you can save up and build a new room for your farm. You know, like, there's no... It's completely your choice of what you do, and I find that overwhelming sometimes. And so, it took me a couple of rounds of sort of just pootling along, really, and not really knowing what I was doing and not knowing what direction I was going to take before I settled on a sort of strategy. Um, so that would be my only criticism. But as I said, that is a that is very much a me problem rather than the game problem. But no, I enjoyed it. It was it was good fun. It you know looked very pretty. I imagine the physical copy with all its little. Cows and pigs and sheep and little farmer babies and stuff would be very, very cute. Uh, yeah, no, I had I had fun playing it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, I I I really enjoyed it. This was my second play of it. I played asynchronously after our last BGA episode because at the end of that one, I said, oh, Agricola is our next one. And so Brian Chandler reached out and was like, I love Agricola. Like, let's play so it. You, let's play you it. cheated on me, Riley, by playing the next game. You, I
2: cheated on you. Yeah. yeah. you scum i know i've not been through enough jesus you
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't get tested or anything after so that's why i absolutely slaughtered at this (laughs) 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 too far um so yeah like on this one i actually the first play of it i didn't really understand what i was doing until like the last three rounds and all of a sudden it clicked and I was like, Oh man, I should have been trying to like build rooms faster. And I had upgraded my house to like clay too early. And so then it was really hard because you have to pay like five of the resource that your house is made of plus two reeds to up to build a new room. And so like wood is the easiest, then clay and then stone. And so I like almost instantly upgraded clay and that was a bad idea when i played it the first time this time like i got all of my rooms built i took actions i like built fences uh like second play of this was so so much better because i understood concepts and like it's like you said right um it feels very open like what you do is totally up to you do you want to start off by trying to like build uh pastures do you want to farm do you want to build farmlands and and plant seeds but do you reminds me it's the same designer as uh,
2: feast for odin isn't it yes because i had yeah. the same problem then there was just so much to do i just ended up harvesting whale meat every single turn <laughs> because i was just like
0: i don't know what else to do there's so many options just go whaling Yeah, which I totally understand. But I think this was way more. I thought this fit a lot better. I I enjoyed this one a lot more than that. Uh, And maybe I would like the other one more if I like understood the rules even more. This didn't have nearly as much like it was, you know, you would reveal a new action space every turn. So that was kind of nice to be able to like get more actions as the game progressed and. Uh yeah, I thought I thought it was really entertaining. We laughed a lot during this one too for reasons I'm sure Kimmy will bring up. So, Kimmy, go ahead.
1: Um, I loved this game. I thought it was really fun. Um, I liked that there was a lot of different options, but for me my option was like get as many animals as possible and um didn't quite work out you got really upset when
2: you had to eat one of them
1: (laughs) that was was devastating um i didn't realize that i needed to um build stables is that what it was
0: well stables like double the capacity i think of a of like a pasture or whatever you would call it like a fenced area but, yeah, you had to like do fences, you had to fence off an area so that you could fit animals in there, otherwise, you could have one pet, which is what yeah. you started off doing. You had one pet sheep, and you named it Sherman Sherman, and so of course, like when it came feeding time, you were like, "Nope, not getting rid of Sherman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was, was like hilarious. that's not happening and then I liked the aspect of farming. It was hard for me to collect um the resources because everyone else had already collected those resources that I needed to build my fences and my stables. (laughs) So (laughs) that was a little frustrating that I couldn't get more animals, but I did like how you've already touched on it, how it adds a space each or a couple spaces each round.
0: Yeah. One, one new action space.
1: Yeah. I liked that. And I thought the piggies and the sheep and the cattle were cute.
0: That's all. Nice. Yeah, I it was I thought that was really entertaining and funny that you, you know, like eventually you did eat Sherman near the end because you were like, well, now I have these fields and like I have more animals there. But if I eat them, then they're not going to reproduce. Right. Like I have to eat one of one animal and that'll bring it from two to one. And if I end the round with two. Then they'll they'll reproduce and I'll have a third of those. So it was a very strategic choice, but very sad.
1: It was, it was a sacrifice that I had to make.
0: Yeah, for a R.I.P. Sherman. Uh, w- kind of talking about that, though, With like, you get negative points for every open space you have on the board. And thinking back to Feast for Odin, it was like negative points for certain things. Like no matter what, on this one and that one, you started in the negatives, right? Like it's showing the score as you're going. And so you, everybody starts off at like negative 14. I don't like that, and I'm sure that this wouldn't feel like a problem at all when playing it in person, but I hate seeing negative 14, negative whatever. I know it was way higher on Feast for Odin. Like, just... Started at zero. Why why even say negatives at this point? Yeah, it should be it should be taken off at the
2: end, right? You know, it's like at the end now minus one for every empty bit. They shouldn't already be there at the start. Because you're right, it's really disheartening, especially when you're so overwhelmed you don't know how to convert that into a neutral or even a positive. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like that's as dumb. Well, and even even just to be a negative, like why not it's not like I it's essentially getting one point for building on that spot, right? Like if I build a room on this spot, it's no longer worth, it's worth zero points. It's worth instead of negative points. Why not just have it start as zero and you get one point for building there? But
2: surely that's got to be a BGA thing, right? In the physical version, it wouldn't say everyone starts
0: on minus 14, yeah, like, you would no, just get the you, negative points. There was, yeah. But there was like a lot of ways to get negatives on this. And we didn't really realize that until the end. That it was like, you needed one, at least one of everything. If you didn't have one cow, you got a negative point for not having a cow. If you didn't have a sheep, you got a negative for that. If you didn't have this or that, you got a negative. There was like yeah, a lot of like, negatives in this.
2: Who knew once you had a kid, you got to feed it? God.
0: Oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um. Well, okay. Is there anything else? Any other thoughts on this? Yeah. Okay. Um. Phil. Yeah. Would you try this again? I, yeah, I would definitely play it again. Nice. Yeah, I would I definitely. Think, yeah.
2: I see it as like a challenge. Now that I've played it once, like I, I want to play it more to sort of work out my strategy. Like, what what do I focus on? Building the houses, getting the animals, doing
0: the whatever. I think it's it's like a challenge to solve. Yeah. Fair. I like that. Uh, I, yeah, I would play it again, Kimmy.
1: I would play it again, yes.
0: Okay, buy it. Would you buy it, Phil? Um, I don't think I would at the
2: moment, but I think once I played it a few times and I was able to work out my strategy, then maybe I would.
0: Okay, yeah, I I think I would actually buy this. Maybe it. I would lean more towards buying it right now because I thought I think there's a lot of fun things. I think. It would be uh, fun to, like, have that in front of you and visualize it and, like, not, you know, you could see everybody's boards at once and sort of feel a little more immersed. It's not like the artwork is, like, super ooh-ah in this, right? It's a pretty bland Euro-style game, but it's still nice. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice it's really presentation. Cutesy. It's
2: kind of cute. and It like, is. Nice colors. It's nice,
0: vibrant greens and just sort of, yeah, it's, like, it's cute. Yeah, yeah uh Kimmy would you buy this
1: maybe I feel like there's so much going on that I feel like if I had a physical copy it would be a lot to set up maybe I'm just like thinking of it like that it there's a lot to it
2: I'd rather Riley had set it up for you wouldn't he
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes he would but I'm just thinking like there's a lot of parts it's easier to play online
0: yeah. Yeah. I think part of my like of this is that it's uh, like the player interaction. I'm not doing anything necessarily mean other than taking a spot. Right. Like there was a time where Kimmy was like, I really wanted that animal. And it was like, I'm sorry, I needed the animal, too. You know, like it's one of those things where you're more you potentially are blocking people. But.
2: There was never... I mean, I suppose you could, but there was never an element... It's like you said, it only happened because we needed that resource too, and it was our go first. There was never, well, I know Kimmy wants seeds. I don't care about the seeds, but I'm just going to take the seeds so Kimmy can't have them. You know, there was none of that.
0: It was all just a, yeah. uh, sorry, I got there first, mm, sort of thing. Which I feel like would be a very losing strategy in this. Like, if you... I'm, you could play mean and be like oh i know kimmy's gonna need to build a farm there in order to plant her seed so i'm just gonna keep building farms well that doesn't really help me like it's not like when you're mean you're never mean intentionally it's just like oh i need to do that as well you'll be suppose, able to do that next round
2: yeah because you can only have a maximum of five farmers to place right so yeah You couldn't afford to sacrifice one each time just doing something mean that doesn't help you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Though, I just remembered the very last round, like, I felt so set up, right? I I felt like I had accomplished everything. And then uh, I was just like, I guess I will put these here. And I even asked you guys, is there anywhere you want to go so I don't put it on there? Like, uh, because my last round, I... I had accomplished everything that I had dreamed of. And oh,
2: nah, 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 nah. I don't know if there's.
0: it's possible to get a perfect score in this, but I got a perfect score. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the endings, the end score was Phil at four, Kimmy at 14 and me at 40. So I don't know. It was it, like, uh, so my first play, right, with Brian, same type of thing. I, I could pull it up, but I won't right now. Um, but I think I had like five points and Jamie Daggers, uh, We she p- played with us. She had like eight points or something. And then there was Brian who has played more than us. And he had like 30 something points. Uh, and so it was like, yeah that seems like an accurate thing. I bet second play for both of you, you both would score significantly higher, but I, that's like part of the cool, that was one of the cool things for me to see of like, Oh, now that I understand, like, look how high my points got. Uh, There's also, I think we played it like on beginner mode or something, because now I'm playing another game of it with uh, Brian and Jamie and there's like occupations and more minor improvements, right? Because we had like those minor improvements where you could build a stove. But now there's ones that do way different stuff. Like every time you take wood, take an extra wood or food, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I think there's a lot to explore with this game. Cool. We we covered everything on that, right? Kimmy, you said you might buy it? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um. Did I? Did you start this one, Phil? I had you start this one, huh? Yeah, even though it wasn't technically my turn, but it I was my it was turn. Anything. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is my podcast. Okay, so those were that was it for our new games, but we had some time. This we played them on New Year's, and so it was almost midnight for Phil. And we were like, well, let's let's keep the party going until midnight. So we played two hands of Abandon All Artichokes. Oh, before I forget, I'm going to go... So, 99, the designer is David Parlett, and its publisher is Public Domain. The year, 1967. Okay. And then... 1967?
2: That's what it says. They had Board Game Arena in 1967.
0: (laughs) I know, weird. Yes. (laughs) um and then it was by carrier pigeon (laughs) the seven wonders designer was antoine bauza and the artist miguel coimbra publisher repo production and the year was 2010 there we go and oh and then save age of civilization last one here we go last thing Age of Civilization, designer Jeffrey CCH, artist Rubens Ma and Vinci Lala Yala. Uh publisher is Ice Makes and the Year 2019. So those were those games. Got that covered. Now Abandon All Artichokes. I know this one is Emma Larkins and uh Bonnie Pang did the art and Game Right Games 2020 game. And in this game, it's a deck deconstructor. We talked about this in our last BGA, but we're just going to kind of quickly cover it again because Kimmy played it. Uh, Kimmy, what do you think of this game?
1: I thought it was adorable. I thought all the cards were super cute. And I liked that um, you didn't really have to explain much at the beginning because the cards are pretty self-explanatory of what they do. Um, I thought it was cute, getting rid of all my artichokes.
0: Yeah. We I played like we played two hands of this or two rounds of this. I won the first one and then Phil won the second one. And it's it's just a cute game. It's so nice. It was easy and quick to play. Right. Like Phil, do you have any uh, expanded thoughts on playing it more? No, I mean, like I, it is not dulled in my opinion, playing it more
2: I, again. It's just it's just nice. It's quick. It's easy. Like you said, Kimmy, it's so self-explanatory you you don't even need to think about it you just look at the cards you got and be like right i'll do that i'll do that and yeah just good fun enjoyed it it was a good game to be
0: playing at midnight nice uh play it again phil and i are i'm sure yes right still yeses uh yeah. kimmy
1: yes i would play it again
0: would you buy it me yeah
1: yes i would buy it
0: nice phil and i answered this too we we would buy it right like yeah. that answer hasn't changed after playing it more nope not at all. perfect okay then the last one we did after midnight because it's such a quick one is that 99 the addition card game as it's listed on there where you i think this is just like public domain everything as far as designer but like You're just playing cards. Some of them have different abilities. The person to make it go over 99 loses a life. Everybody has three lives. Last person standing wins. Uh, This was obviously for Phil and I of, it was play again and buy again or buy we we don't have to buy it kimmy you yeah. don't have to buy it you know it's a deck of cards but play again would you play this again you kimmy yes
1: sorry I'm losing track of whose turn it is <laughs>
0: <laughs> well these these ones phil and i already played and talked about on the last bga episode so i was just oh, okay. putting it on you i guess sorry. before we get to play it again what do you think of the game
1: I liked it. It took me a second to realize what all the cards did. How like fours and I think it was nines do like add zero and like 10 was takeaway 10. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that aspect of like changing what the cards do and building it up to 99 and like the Kings like sent it straight to 99. I liked it. I thought it was really fun and enjoyable. Perfect.
0: Yeah. It's You won. You won this. Beat both Phil and I. I think I was the first to first to die, and then Phil shortly behind. Yep. Uh, Okay. Well, would you play it again?
1: I would definitely play it again.
0: Perfect. Hey, voila! There we go. Um, That has been our progression, man. Like, it feels like we barely moved because we only played Age of Galaxy and Agricola as far as, like, progressing forward on our alphabet, but we went back and played Seven Wonders and 99 and all those. So our next one on there is Alhambra, which I've heard great things about and have never played. Uh, And unless, of course, all of a sudden they add another... A game between Agricola (laughs) and Alhambra, which who knows, maybe they will. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks, both of you, for playing with me and talking about it.
2: You are welcome. We must do
0: it again sometime. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) So sorry. I feel like I need to apologize.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I just want to, you know, again people are getting an insight into how I work, but now we've got that challenge. I just want to keep going. you like, come on, let's get more of the alphabet. Let's do more of the alphabet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do one more set before we recorded this, uh, but you went back to work and Kimmy has... All right, weekend, God, I but... can't help it. <laughs> yeah, you passed. Uh, no, uh... <laughs> So we will continue on playing these. I've, I'm excited. I really have, I've enjoyed doing this because we're playing games that we normally wouldn't play. Uh, yeah. And most of them overall have been fun. They've been at least worth a play.
2: Apart from 8 Masters Revenge.
0: well right so uh spoiler if anybody hasn't listened to the end of year episode but phil's most hated game was (laughs) eight masters revenge but then abyss was in his top three so yeah it's it uh you know there's been some winners and some clunkers absolutely all right uh let's wrap this up uh Kimmy, do you want to say where people can follow you?
1: Um, Sure.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You can follow me at twi- on Twitter at Faye Kimberly, and I'm sure you'll probably link it in the description so people can find it easier.
2: Yeah,
0: I do do that.
2: Uh, Phil? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fun Organized with an S because I'm British. Uh, also, search up Organized Fun Podcast where we talk about games and stuff like that, innit?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's great. It, speaking of which, I finished wa- uh, your newest Kids on Bike episode, and wow, what a cliffhanger. Well, oh, that would have been last week's. Uh, did you release today's episode yet? Is it a Kids on Bike? Uh, no. Or no, it's Kids the- on Brooms, I
2: mean. Kids it's on Brooms. the exit advent calendar, but I haven't released it yet because I... Came home and instantly came on here to talk with you guys. Oh wow! Look at that sacrifice. It's
0: just say so dedicated. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, and then I am Riley. You can follow me at Riled Nerd on Twitter. Uh, there's our other. All three of us here do the Friend and Foe Adventure Co., which is a bunkers and badasses actual play podcast. It's very violent and immaturely mature, but good fun. Very good fun, uh, and then that's available. So, friend info adventure co available wherever you listen to podcasts. Then proto spiel online is next Saturday. Well, next weekend. It's the whole weekend, so it starts I think on the thirteenth and goes to the fifteenth. And on the fourteenth, I will be hosting kind of a room where you can come and you can just chat with me. And we can talk about like b- how to build a community and uh, or, or whatever related things. But Protospiel Online is an online playtesting event. So you can sign up if you have games that you want to get playtested or if you want to come and playtest, go check that out. There'll be a link in the episode description. It's going to be good fun. The week after that, I believe... On the Saturday, the 21st, is going to be the next uh, Protocon Online, which is the same type of event where you get to playtest games. And that one's hosted by the guild that I'm a part of, the Board Game Design Designers Guild of Utah. So two events, awesome events. Uh, Check them out in the episode description. And join, join us, join me, join the fun. Help shape the games of tomorrow. Do it, do it, you cowards. And until next time, keep nerding. Oh, wait, psych! if you like the show, rate, rate and review it. I got a new one-star review, so, you know, that's always great. Meanies. Uh, but this one didn't have any comment with it, so, I, you know, this one is legit valid of just me being a bad person. Uh, so go ahead and rate and review the podcast if you would be so kind and that is it until next time Key Nerding out
2: bye. bye have you ever wanted to make a podcast but felt too intimidated and didn't know what to do well Anchor FM is where I make my podcast blah 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 I'm Riley Stark <laughs>